for sharing your story, Martha. Hola. Welcome to the Queen's In Biz podcast, where you can hang out and indulge in the secrets and best practices of female entrepreneurs and business owners who are high achievers and independent like you. Join us as we help you realize your best self in life, relationships, and your business with me, your host, Melissa Profeta. Like, I'm really excited to do this with you. Um, before you went on, I was like looking at you and browsing your Instagram profile. I'm like, oh my god, this girl! I love this girl. Most especially the part where she's sharing her, uh, you know, the beauty and skincare stuff. Because I'm also yeah. a skincare junkie. Oh, I'm also a skincare junkie. But okay, so. Uh, we're gonna dive right into the discussion, and I feel okay. like there's a lot of things that we can really talk about. Mm-hmm. But really, of course, um, I wonder how you really get started as a beauty uh, blogger. So before you are the Marta Santa Barbara that you are right now, who were you? You know, a lot of ano naman, good things they come from accidents. So it's one thing that I believe in, especially when. You know, I, I've had my experience with just this whole blog. So how I started was, I was in I was in school, so I was in college, so university, uh, UP Diliman. So you know, naman some professors. Now you get they're not that. I love professors, I respect your teachers, but may mga professors din talaga na alam mo yun hindi masyadong okay yung discuss. And this specific professor was always talking about himself. So I got so bored one time in class, and I had my laptop. Tapos, there's free internet because right beside the classroom where I was, was a computer lab. Mm-hmm. So, I, my laptop caught their, in, their Wi-Fi. And I'm like, oh, your Wi-Fi. So, browse, browse ako about makeup. Because ever since college, palang, I really love putting on makeup. Na. And um, ako talaga yung papasok sa school na medyo late, pero maganda naman. Naka-makeup, naka-ayos naman. So, Ayan, and then I started searching for this particular blush. I think that was a Bobbi Brown blush. And then I was looking for reviews, checking out the price. Specifically the price kasi medyo budget conscious kasi student. So when I checked it out, instead of the website coming out, I was led to these um, online diaries of some of random people talking about the blush. And then in the comment section, they're just... People, you know, just sharing their thoughts about it. And some naman who are like long-time users sharing na really in-depth info like, um, you know, I love using this blush, but eventually, pag tumagal siya, the quality becomes like this and that. So, so And I'm like, wow. So this is so empowering, especially for someone like me who's on a budget and can't afford to, let's say, have a product that doesn't end up good or I end up not liking at all. And then I spend this amount. And I'm like, I love this community. This is my tribe. So I told myself. And then that's how I started. I just started joining blogs, you know, writing about it. But then, of course, when I get really so passionate about something, I just, you know, I just want to do it like 24-7. Nakatutok talaga ako the whole day. So yun, nakatutok na lang ako sa blogs. And then eventually, I decided to start my own blog because I'm like, 
oh, I want to contribute to this community. I just want to talk about makeup and then share my thoughts. So that's how the blog started. So I put it up in 2010. And wow. the Beauty Junkie, yeah, it's one of the first blogs in um, Philipp- uh, Filipina beauty blogs. Mm-hmm. So um, I think another USB of mine was, I found most bloggers before were too fair-skinned. I have morena skin kasi. So I'm like, uh, it's hard for me to find the parang all, for example, foundation. Lahat ng shades nila, na nilarabi nila, too fair for me. Mm-hmm. So that also started my uh, my advocacy. Like, um, okay, um, if there's if there's no Morena blogger out there, mm-hmm. I will I will be the I will be the first one. I'll, or I'll be one of them. So to contribute to the community. So that's how it started as a blog. And perfect timing, kasi when I started, it was in 2010, and that was pretty much the boom of digital media in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. So people are starting to tap, to tap yung mga bloggers. Parang ano ba itong mga bloggers? Right. I remember that. And you know, you remind me of Ayn Bernos because she also parang Morena, the, the, the skin label something. Because she, I also interviewed her in season one. But yes. I want to focus focus on what you said earlier. So you started the the, the blog 2010, mm-hmm. right? Um, where were what were the challenges that went along the way? Because right now I think a lot of women are really starting out, no? Pa den, because still palaki pa den, eh, right? Uh-huh. Um, the blogging industry is still booming, and yung yeah. iba they just stop because they're not getting a ton of views, visits, kanyan. So I I'm curious, how did it all went? So what were the struggles or the triumphs that went along the way? How did you handle it yeah uh when i started in 2010 because we're pretty much very informal so we were right now content creators they are the priority of most brands na, because right. we have um shifted the, the shift to digital media has been tremendous already compared to in 2010 so in 2010 when i was starting out um it's hard to maintain a blog because right now people can get, you know, seeded stuff like, oh, I'm a brand, you're a blogger. Okay, I'll give you stuff. But during my time when we started, we really had to buy everything. So oh. we have to take into consideration. So talagang investment siya. Oh. Unlike na yun, di ba? Di ba you can email brands, yeah. partner with me, we'll give you stuff. But before, we're like, no, no one's listening. As in, no one talaga. And then, mm-hmm. yun, as in, Medyo may gastos on, on our end. So that's one. Investment. And then, yeah, and the second struggle would be when brands started reaching out to us, mm-hmm. since we are pretty informal and we are mixed with the press. Mm-hmm. So these people are really journalists. They are, um, and they come from these prestigious magazines. Of course, there's some form of, um, uh, what they call this, um, or the lack of a better term, looking down because parang sino ba tong mga to? They're just, you know, like, they don't write well. They write in what? They don't write professionally. Just random people, you know, spewing stuff online. So, mm-hmm. yun, may mga ganun din. Uh, and also from family and also friends na parang, what do you do? And then I said, oh, I'm, I'm a blogger. And they're like, what's that? Mga ganun. <laughs> Oo, yeah. So, parang, before, and it took me a while to, to tell friends that I'm the beauty junkie. And I have this blog thing going on. Because parang, hindi naman siya kinakahiya. But, you know, it's not, when you say profession, it's not really counted as such before. Yeah. But I'm proud to say that 
you know, I was able to turn this into a profession, into a business. And when people ask me right now, what do you do? I am a content creator. So I'm now loud and proud of it. Yeah. So It's definitely yeah. a profession now, right? It, but I'm curious, how did you keep your community engaged? Because it's hard sometimes. Like I said, you have your parang personal self sa iba. Meron kang character uh-huh. online and then you have your character na offline. So how do you juggle that when you do offline meetups or virtual meetups? How do you keep them engaged? Um, before, I was, you know, um, that's the reason why I, instead of using my name, I decided to use the beauty junkie whenever I'm doing blog reviews. Mm-hmm. Because personally, um, I tend to be a little private as a person. That's why until now, people are still pushing me to vlog. But, I like to keep that part of myself to myself. So I decided na having these two personalities, if I'm the beauty junkie, I'm the beauty junkie. I'm all beauty in that. Mm-hmm. I am formal. I am, you know, parang chic, sassy, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But to be honest, parang in real life, I am kalog, medyo um, magulo. And, you know, like, I, I can speak like this, na parang... Mm-hmm. That's how I really am. But I realized that with the evolution of social media, it's now important to, to put a little part of you in whatever you present online because that is rawness, that is relatability. And people gravitate towards you more when you become relatable. So during, in 2014-15, when you know blog blogging is starting to dip because a lot of um, content creation channels have come out already and video was becoming the very in thing. I lost a lot of followers for, um, I would say, a while because they could not relate to, to what I'm saying any longer on the blog. They can mm. I mean, they don't see who I am, my personality. Because that was the jam na that time. Eh, na the reason why these vloggers um, became so popular is because they're so relatable. People see they're funny. Oh, she's so funny. I love her. Or he's... Um, he is so, he's so um kenko, he's so good um, at speaking, so they could relate to them more. So, um, I decided to shift to that and add a bit more of my personality to, to how I review products, to the content I produce, and then eventually a lot of people started coming back, and a lot of who were messaging me. I'm so glad you're into video now. It's so nice to see na you're so fun pala versus you know how you how you talk on your blog na medyo alam mo yung parang straight English Sometimes. na <laughs> So you're kalog pala. So yun, that's how they started. They started coming back, and then they started recruiting people also, and then I get new followers as well. So it's fun. It's fun. You that's really have nice. to evolve. Yeah. That's true. Uh, most especially, I think there have been a couple of campaigns that became super controversial before because um, I'm not going to mention names, but parang campaign siya and then hindi siya nag-sell and everything. And then I think that's a time where nag-shift talaga yung must nag-gravitate yung mga tao sa mga re- relatable na figures, right? Yeah. But during your journey... Um, in with within your journey as a content creator, your shift to be becoming a business owner, how did that look like? biglang like from content and then making business owner. While you were saying that, in my mind immediately was this was the re um this this popped up and this was the reason why I started my uh, my my business, which is related to content creation as well. So really, necessity is the mother of invention. Because in 2015, 
as I said, being blogging was was dipping. My finances took a hit, and then mm-hmm. um that time I was also doing freelance peer on the side. But the I was one of you know the first bloggers to do that freelance thing. But then all of a sudden, um, a lot of bloggers started doing it as well because of, of the same experience. Um, we weren't able to shift quickly to video and um, we do not know what we know now that it's important to put your eggs in different baskets. So before sure. we just banked on blogging. Eh? And then I actually started my YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel in 2011. I was, you know, racking up some pretty good views, but then I decided to stop because I thought blogging is forever. But then again, that's that's not the case, yeah, based on my experience. So, um, yeah, and um, I decided I was doing freelance fear on the side and an additional way to make income. And then when, parang nandumami na yung um, freelance PRs, all of a sudden our the competition got tougher. And then my circle is becoming smaller and smaller. And then I talked to a business friend. Um, so he's sort of my mentor as well. And then he said, why don't you professionalize? It's like um, there's a pool, there's a stool, you step on the stool. And I'm like, what does that mean? So why don't you legalize or for, uh, why don't you formalize your um, what you're doing? So basically he said, put up a business based on that. So, okay. And with just a little amount of you know money left, I partnered with a friend, and then we went out and just said, you know what, let's let's form. So it's a creative PR and digital marketing agency in 2015, and until now, that's all. That's still still going, and it's still you know, our our business, and you know we have a growing list of clientele naren. And also as a person, I'm a, I'm a big fan of Plan B. So mm-hmm. even if, <coughs> sorry. Even if blogging was so hot before, I was um, constantly thinking of what my plan B will be. Mm-hmm. And then it just fell in my lap that, you know, Digify Marketing Solutions Corporation was my plan. So that's how it started. Lovely. That's really nice. And I appreciate you for sharing your story about the time that you took a dip. Ano? But I really want to go back there a little bit because like with, this, with uh, like the kind of situation that we are in now, kind of tough for some female entrepreneurs and I wonder what kind of mentality or mindset that you had or what were the thoughts that were running inside your head uh, during those times and what was your like how are you going to beat this thing how did that look like oh okay so in the time when um, I blogging took a dip and then started losing um, different sources of income because everyone was already brands were already shifting to other forms of content creation and i wasn't able to to catch up um i would i would admit that it got me a bit anxious for a while mm-hmm. and um it kind of made me a sad person and for, for a while i felt a little lost i i would i am proud to say that because if not for that rock bottom moment i wouldn't have that epiphany and um, that realization that okay, I've stayed here long enough. Time for me to go up. Um, and Love also, I, I think it's really more of um, trying to embrace where you are emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, people would always say be positive, be successful, but you know if you're sad, you, it's hard to stay positive when you're really sad. So for me, I whenever I'm sad, I'm worried, I'm anxious. I I stay in that in those emotions for a moment. 
Mm-hmm. And then I, I embrace it. And then I, I talk to myself about it. And then what, what, what are you anxious about? How do you solve this and that? And then I just tell myself, okay, so we're, it's like, it's like a conversation with yourself. Eh? Okay, Martha, you're all good. You've already um, poured out your feelings. Okay, let's go. Let's fight this. And also, um, the concept of grit. I don't know if you're familiar with Angela Duckworth. She, she popularized the book on grit. But um, I've heard about this way, way back in one of the personality development seminars I've attended. But grit is really important because it's it's the perseverance and strength of your um of your it's uh, of your um soul and your mental state. Eh? I mean, it's not always about um it's not really your your talent, your passion because those things they can run run out. Passion, talent yeah. can um talent. There's so many talented people in the world, and this is what I always tell you know the people I'm mentoring in content creation. There will always be someone more talented than you. So there are so many talented people in the world, but I only know a few people who have great, great grit. It's it's the mental strength eh, to push through no matter True. what happens. So that's something that I really invested in myself and really tried to develop. Mm-hmm. Na parang, um, sabi nga nila, Martha, kunyari, may problem sa business or may problem kunyari, personal. It's like this, ganyan. And I'm like, okay chill parang chill lang because for me i'm i'm worried don't get me wrong but i it's always it's the constant um it, it's constantly trying to be above that fear to really like being on top of everything and seeing it from a bird's eye view now okay i am i'm scared but but i am on top of this i won't parang ano i'll really turn to my grit and you know push through and persevere until love it thank so you for sharing Thank you. Yeah. I love it because when you were talking, I was looking at you and like, girl, I, we have the My same, no. it, we have the same kind of uh, mental practice. So I always yeah, go yeah. into retrospection yeah. mode then. So I love it. Like, I love Martha. I'm going to campaign for Martha. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So you said that you, you invest in yourself, right? So are you a believer of in investing in like biohacking or personal uh, mastery, emotional mastery kind of thing. Because are those the kind of stuff that you invested in? Like for Definitely. your personal growth? Definitely. Awesome. Um, I would really advise people to invest in yourself, be it through means of education mm-hmm. or getting fit or beautifying your skin. Because, um, you know, businesses can die, your career can die. But as long as you are you're there, you're strong, you can just go anywhere and build something new again. That, that's why I'm I'm all for investing in yourself. Eh? So, um, but pe- when people kasi hear investment, they're always thinking about money. Eh? Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm telling you guys, I take a lot of online courses, classes, SEO, digital marketing, what else? Um, personality development, emotional um strength, one-on-one things, all, all those things. But guys, maraming free stuff on the internet. Eh? And those are the things I take advantage of all the time. So, yeah. nila na, um, if, if one is really eager to learn, then no one will, will stop that person. So, really advise you guys, invest in yourself when you get the chance. And then when you get the money, always go for higher learning. I, I'm, I'm all for that. Love it. What's your favorite parang go-to resource? Curious ako. Ah, for um, for for what they call this for learning. Yeah, 
you know what, as in, mga, alam mo mga Coursera lang talaga. Coursera, alam ba? I also read a lot of um, websites, um, business websites like Forbes, Business Insider, CNBC. And I also watch a lot of documentaries. Mm-hmm. Because um, it's also it's also one way for me of biohacking. Ah. Especially me, I love watching documentaries because it's nice when you learn about history and mm-hmm. let's say mistakes of the past and how you can right. avoid and diba, apply the learnings to present. And one thing that very personal I, I and I love um, and I'm proud to say that I love mga forensic docus. Oh, I love it too. <laughs> Diba? I mean, it's, it <laughs> yes. could be a little gory to some, pero I'm there for the mindset of the forensic investigators. Mm-hmm. Because grabe yung how they think. It's That's so true. systematic. It's so organized. And they're really all about solving the problem. So I try to think how they think and apply it to my business. So in a way, nagigirin siyang experiment for me. Uh, and I also love... Um, reading and watching stuff about um, the lives of billionaires, the lives of yung mga rags to riches na people. Because you experience talaga is the best teacher and you will really learn from from those people. Sure. As well as docu sa mga failed businesses. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because diba, we're a society that's geared towards always aiming for success. But for me, it's also important to learn about the failures eh, because that's how... Yeah. These successful people become successful because of their failure. So, yun. true. It saves your time. Yeah. <laughs> so don't have to. You don't have to go through that because you already know. Ah, may mistake pala yan siya. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Going back to your to how you are handling uh, Digify, no? because you are a PR agency, content creation, social media, and stuff. How do you mm-hmm. keep on top of the uh, beauty niche business or industry? It's always about prioritizing lang. And mm-hmm. um, I know that I have two priorities at the moment. My my blog and my business. And mm-hmm. it also helps na um, content. My, my You know, the agencies also focus on content creation. Mm-hmm. So in a way, um, let's say there's a new, there's a brand that's going to release something. Since they also know me mm-hmm. as a beauty blogger. Um, somehow, I, I can. They, they also ask me. I, I get inserted somewhere along the way. Like, can you blog about this also? So in a way, it helps them the blog. So I'm like, sure, just you know, give me the stuff of blog about it. It helps them in a way because, shampre new release, so it will bring in more eyeballs. So kasi right. So yun, in a way, may pagka ano siya, um, symbiotic yung ano relationship. And um, it's always about um, ano lang. Um, I just keep a schedule, mm-hmm. like um. Okay, for the blog, I just have to write one article per day. That's it. And then for videos, once a week. And then just stick to that schedule. And um, and then the whole day, I just like, you know, they, I'm just like daydreaming of, you know, the content that mm-hmm. I will produce. And that's why it also helps na I go out all the time because I got so many ideas through people watching, just mm-hmm. going around in malls. And even, you know, watching stuff on YouTube. So, yun yung mga natututun. Yun yung mga things na, ano, that I do to, to stay on top of the game. Basta stick to schedule lang. And mm-hmm. always um, do social media listening. Um, may possibility na magigang, you know, parang clickbait, patrend na lang na content creator. But, you know, just choose what's right for you. Or twist that so it will become more organic for you. So, it's a lot of hard work, actually, Melissa. <laughs> yung, ano, yung I believe you. <laughs> 
Yeah. Do you focus on the local market ba? Or do you also cater to um, entrepreneurs abroad? I do focus on, uh, for for Digify. Yeah. Um, I fo- We have clients abroad. And mm-hmm. um, thankfully we have because it came really handy in this pandemic. <laughs> so, Kasi diba, they're, they're continuing na in other countries eh. And but right. still, um, we we have but still the base are local clients. So we fo- we service at, from SMEs to multinationals, and especially now we have a lot of SMEs mm-hmm. and thrive in digital in this pandemic. So um, a lot are have you know, but a lot went to us, and then have been wondering how they can shift to um to digital because for so long, ano lang sila alam yung mga um above the line, tapos mga, mga traditional PR, traditional marketing, so they're coming to us. And also, in a way, naging advocacy rin namin is to, um, ng partner ko with, with our agency, Digify, is to also, um, what they call this, entertain SMEs because SMEs, like, we are also SMEs, and then as SMEs, you experience na, Alam mo yun, na parang if wala ka talagang budget, then you can't access better marketing tools, better yeah. digital marketing strategies. So it's also a way for us to bring to SMEs all these learnings that we've had in our careers, bloggers, and my partner who's been who's one of the first digital executives in um, in the Philippines. So yon is to bring um, our knowledge and the knowledge that were once exclusive to big brands and to those who can afford. To a much smaller, uh, to, to to smaller um companies, especially mga SMEs. So sort of for advocacies as well. Curious ako, how many are you in your team right now? We have about mga seven to to eight across all departments. So with yon, may merong sa PR and then mm-hmm. merong creatives, mostly tech people like SEO mm-hmm. website. So full digital marketing campaign pala. Si yes, uh, from end to end. Community. Yes, from back end to front end. Yeah, that's what we do. Curious naman ako when you started growing it. So, like, during the time, because ako, I was a freelancer then before we mm-hmm. opened a niche down to venturing into personal branding as an, an yeah. as a service. Eh. Yeah. Um, paano yung, ano mo, yung pag-angat mo into growing your team? How, what was your ratio for like this? Basta meron kaming clients na ganitong number, kuha ko, ganun ba yung sayo? Bago ako mag-hire, dapat meron mo ng tatlong clients? Or how did that look like for Martha? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Because uh, it's all about ano, um, hiring and diversifying. So I think it all starts with your business plan. Uh, as a business owner, what? how do you really want to, ano, um, what, what are your goals din ba? And ako, when I took a business plan seminar, one of my goals was to really, um, yung lumabas dun sa plan na pinagawa sa akin is I want to hire more people. Because, for me din kasi, time is currency eh. True. So, imagine if, I get to save more money if I do everything alone, but I make up for it in time. And then some, and to be honest, Melissa, um, there was a time, ang dami namin clients, and then halos dalawa lang kami ng partner ko. Ang konti lang namin sa agency. And then ako like parang, sige, sige, I'll take on four accounts. But when I get my pay, or we get what our shares, parang hindi mo ma-enjoy. Because nare-realize mo sobrang pagod. 
And then that's when I started to realize, oh, we should get more people. You know, parang we spend a bit more money, but we free up more time, which is also important. So yon, um, kasi parang there, there's no really we don't really talk about naman na parang may barometer na oh we get more three more clients and then meron na tayo then hire tayo ulit. It's um kind of like that, but hindi naman sobrang formal. It really depends on um how much money is in the bank. And then we compute, okay, this is how much we can afford. Mm-hmm. And then, um, if let's say, o pag pumasok pa na gantong amount, sige, pwede tayo mag-hire ole. And depends also on the needs. For example, we're coming in people, uh, we're, we're signing up clients na more on the PR side, so we get more PR people. I just mm-hmm. don't hire people, and I don't know what to do with them. Because, syempre, that's also, ano eh, that's, I mean, as a business owner, you're also gonna pay these people. So, you should know what to do with them. Basically, it, you, you have to know what to do with your money. Sure. So, um, yun, pag nag-hire kami, lahat talaga, parang yung skills nila are fully utilized. But we don't go as far naman as overloading people because personally, mm-hmm. um, I don't believe in that. And, mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to be that kind of ano, of, of business owner. Then. Micromanager, so, gano'n. Oo. Or yung talagang binaburden mo sila na graphic design to. Pagawin mo na rin yan ng PR. <laughs> Alam mo yun. <laughs> Ang dami. Naging na na, jack of all, parang ano, jack of all trades, master of none. And that will also reflect with the kind of work you do eh. True. Na parang labo-labo. So, ayun. Um, I think, um, to wrap up, it's just um really... Not really based on the number of clients, but really more on how much money will come in based on how, um, based sa ibabayad ng clients. Kasi pwedeng three clients ngayon papasok, mm-hmm. sobrang liit na pwede ibabayad. So, yeah. hindi rin worth it mag-hire ng, let's say, isa or dalawa. So, yon. And then, we just have a certain amount of uh, money na we told ourselves na should be left in the bank. Mm-hmm. And then, by then, if medyo nag-hit na to or bumaba na, red alert na tayo. Then, we do what's necessary to um, to raise it back. So, yeah. I love that you're mentioning the red alert thing, you know, because I okay. believe that yung ibang nasa service industry, they don't really leave parang a certain amount to keep the agency afloat. So, like, what's your best practice in making sure that your company is profitable you're paying all of your employees, but at the same time, you're uh, paying yourself. At the same time, meron pa funds yung agents niyo. Paano ka nagdajagal ng ganun? How do you... Or meron ka bang parang finance person? Or ikaw yun? Um, wala kaming finance person. We just have an accountant. So, <laughs> SME kami. So, ayun. But mostly the finances. Um... um Ako mostly nag nagahawak because you know um I when we started the company I was I'm one of the I am actually the person who put up that side the finance side but of course I still talk with my partner about it na, um, this is where we are what you want to do about it and then advise her na lang because um ako since ako yung parating nakita nung in and out ng money eh. mm-hmm. so I can advise her this is um we can't afford that right now if we do this medyo um may hirapan tayo. So, um, yun, tapos yung sa finances, um, I think personally, as a person then, um, I follow kasi certain rules and I tend to apply it sa, and I was able to apply it to my business. Like me, um, I have this thing called 50-50 rule that I follow. 
So that means if I want to buy something, I have to have the other 50% of that same amount in my bank. So it's like if I want to buy a 100,000 peso item, I have to have 200,000 pesos. So because um, this, that assures me that I get to buy this thing, but I mm -hmm. still have my safety net. So I apply Love that. that. Yeah, I, I apply that sa agency na parang for me kasi in person rin, Melissa, takot ako maubusan ng pera. Because I've been there. Same. I've been there. It's not a fun place to be in. <laughs> so that's why I always tell myself, dapat, um, for example, dapat meron tayong six digits na this one. But we didn't start with six digits right away. Kasi syempre nag-adjust yan. When we were starting, for example, oh, we have to be at this level. So dapat hindi to bumaba dito. And then, pag umaangat na, dumadami ni clients, o dapat by this time, we have this earnings na. Or hindi na bababa dito yung bank account natin. Tapos nag-level up uli kami. And then, you know, at this time, dapat hindi na bumaba. So, may mga ganun kami um, over the last five years. And then, we always try to top um, our revenue by at least 50 to 100% every year. Mm -hmm. So, wow. um, at least naman year on year, we are on track... Um, we are on track um, when it comes to um, surpassing our revenue by 50 mm -hmm. to 100%. Na. On track naman. But of course, nag-pandemic. So, and mm -hmm. yun din yung naging kagandahan nun na we are leaving a huge chunk of money sa, sa Digify after each year. It's because katulad nito, nagpaka-pandemic. At least when it hit and mm -hmm. medyo na-stop, walang bumabasok na clients, um, we were yung money in the bank is still able to fund um, us for the last six months. Kahit wala mo mapasok. So, yung importantehan. At saka, I always tell din my partner na di ba rin nang maubusan tayo ng pera basta maubusan ka ng pera na wala kang utang. Diba? At ang hirap na may utang eh. Kasi, yeah. let's say, God forbid, the company closes, tapos meron akong utang. Ang hirap, diba? It's so hard to start. Mm -hmm. Whereas, I lose everything, but I'm clean. Clean slate. I can just start again wherever. So, yun din kung ba't nag-iiwan kami. And for measure, when it comes to shares naman, um, we make sure that we leave a lot to the company. Because the company has to survive it. Let's say, um, right. yung mag-share, at least 50 to 60% should be left to the company. So, ganun Thank siya. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your practice, no? Because yeah, I think marami kasi nang nagkaroon ng parang realization. Dati kasi like in the past few months before the pandemic hit, marami akong kilalang mga freelancer na ansayan nila kasi ang bilis mag-ano ng client, close-close, ganyan-ganyan. Tapos biglang nag-close. So hirap sila ngayon. Um, pero last na question na to, I think. Um, appreciate this time talaga. Uh, I wonder how your transition looked like when you shifted in timeline na yun, when you shifted from being a freelancer to an agency owner because i think yung iba kasi medyo takot sila na ah, baka konti lang yung kikitain ko and everything pag nag-hire ako bigla or what so hindi sila nakaka-move to transitioning yeah. into, into an actual business owner what how did that look like for you and Paano mo siya, kumaga, paano ka dumating agad dun sa level na, ay, eto na yung income na gusto ko. And how many months did that, kumaga, how many months did it took before you went to, ay, ito na pala. Masaya na kasi I have this great lifestyle. At the same time, meron na akong free time. Yeah. Um, 
when it comes to let's say yung just na if I've I've made it, I could say na I'm still not there, but still going there, but I'm far enough from where from who I was before, and um to get there yung making the shift. You know what? I I'm a believer in of ready fire aim, because you'll never be ready. You you only be ready when you begin, because a lot of people say I'm not ready. I'm not ready. But then again, sabi ng friend ko na who helped me put up the business. Um, he said, you know what? You always say you're not ready. I tell you what, you will never be ready unless you do it. Because you know what readiness is. That is when you tell yourself, okay, let's begin today. And then, yun lang sabi ko, bahala na si Lord, I'll begin the business today. Punta na tayong SEC, apply na tayo ng, ano, ng corporation ng mga permits. So, that's just it. You just have to do it. Cliche as it may sound, but guys, you just really have to do it. And um, in between, said, okay, I'm going to do free, um, from freelance PR, mag-corporation mag, ako. So, in between, while fixing papers, documents for, ano, for the business, um, I'm going back to my press releases na bigay ng brands. Paano ba magsulat ng press release? Okay, ganito pala yung press kit. Ano ba yung mga marketing terms? Ano yung ano, product? Ano yun? Ano yung mga four-piece ng marketing? Alam mo yun, nag-aaral ako in between. Because I, I don't have any formal background in marketing. Like, yun talagang I graduated with a marketing degree. Guys, school of life tayo. So, I everything I learned lang from being a social media person and from being a blogger, I've applied lang everything. And um, is it something that I'm not proud of na hindi ako graduate and I call myself a marketing person? Not really because at the end of the day, when you graduate and you become a marketing person, experience really is the best teacher. True. As I in, agree with you. Yeah. And then, um, yun, yung pag-transition lang talaga, you just have to do it. You just have to sit down and talk to yourself and say na, I will transition na. And don't worry about... Um, don't worry too much or stress yourself um, into thinking that, oh my God, um, I might not have clients. I might not have this. Um, hindi ako well-versed dito. You take care of those things along the way. When that problem comes up, shoot, ayusin mo. This problem comes up, okay, ayusin natin to. Basta baby steps and then don't forget all the lessons that you've learned. You know what? Nung nag, may isa nga akong pitch, my God, as in, they were telling me set up down ng power table and then i thought it was marketing to guys ah. power table it's a merchandising term for yung table pala sa center ng boutique and then i thought it was a real dining table that they're talking about and just the term was just power and then you know what i i parang some people were nakita ko na who kind of chuckled in the conference room Hindi nakakahiya talaga siya. Talagang lumabas na oop, she's not a marketing person, but um na, na napahiya ako nung time na yon, I would admit, but it, it also takes humility to admit na hindi ko yun alam, fine sige aralin ko para the next time, you know, I'll do it. Tsaka isang malaan rin Melissa, dapat mag-practice ka rin nung aside from humility, yung art of dead marin talaga na okay na reject ako, fine, move on. Ah, okay napahiya ako dito, sige fine move on, na parang marami nalagang things that can be personal and nakakahiya na kaano in the world of business, but you just really have to, you know, experience those things and then let go. So, yun. Yun yung mga advice ko sa mga gustong mag-transition sa, ano, from being a freelancer to being a business owner. You just, you just really have to decide that you want to start now and um, ready, fire, aim. 
Love it. Appreciate you for sharing your story, Martha. I yes. really could relate to you, you know, because oh. I am also um, an undergrad and I don't have any marketing degree. Because yes, yes. I was early. But in my case, you know, I am. I believe that I'm a fast learner, so I love reading books. Then, just like you. So everything that I'm teaching now, it's really based on experience because I believe that digital marketing is something that cannot be, uh, you know, taught in school. Because it's constantly evolving and you're so right. And right now, um, I believe that education is online na. School yeah. of life na talaga. So talaga experience na talaga based. But, ayun nga. So, last na lang to. So, do you have uh, your parang one um, parang piece of advice that you want to leave it to all of the females who are listening to you right now? What do you want to leave them with? Since uh, since we're talking about, you know, um, transitioning from freelancing to becoming a business owner, I would say that there are only like a few important things that you have to consider if you want to make the switch or if you want to, you know, be somewhere else other than where you are right now. And that is, well, one, since business tips na lang din, kung papunta na kayo or what, um, as I said, yung last discussion natin, Melissa, just ready, fire, aim. Uh, ready, fire, aim. Just start it, do it, and then along the way, make the adjustments na lang because you can never over-prepare for anything. And the only way for you to be prepared for something is for you to experience it. So if um, you are doubting yourself, I may not... Ang yung matatanong ko sa'yo, natry mo na ba? Because sometimes the fear you have in your head, it's not, it's not there yet. It's just in your head. So just try it and see what happens. And then let's say when you encounter um, rejection or let's say criticism, judgment. You know, it's really life is like that. Life, may mga tao talagang ganyan in the world. And I believe that those experiences are also vital because marami ang awakenings for you. Eh. Mm-hmm. The world is not really kind. That's what I've learned. But um, you can use, and I'm not saying it's okay to be unkind to people, but you can control how other people act and behave around you. So, but, but all you can only control is your reaction to those people. So, you know, stay strong and then like what I said, just ano, kung mag-isa yung sabi na pasok sa isa, labas sa kabila, di ba? And then tell you what, to keep you encouraged, I think we pitched to 30 or 40 clients ba? When I started my agency, before I landed my first one. A regular wow. person would probably give up na sa 10 pitch niya. True. But after my 40th pitch, I, we landed our first client and it went from, from there. Because I just treated it na lang as not failure, right? I treated it as an experience that's making me better and better in my pitches. So really, it's also how you frame your, ano, you frame your experiences. Really, guys, it takes a lot of mental toughness if you want to be an entrepreneur. And also money, and I think that it's also important to discuss this. A lot of, a lot of people, especially Filipinos, na hiya mag-discuss, de ba, ng money. But you should because it's it's a huge part of a business. Yung advice ko lang is always leave at least sixty to forty per sixty, fifty to sixty percent to your business, mm-hmm. and always have let's say it's important to have you know um, projection for your business when it comes to your revenue. 
Um, yeah. And really, guys, you have to know your numbers. As in basic accounting, it's important. Sabi nga ni Mark Cuban, if you don't know your numbers, you don't know your business. So, I'm not saying Love that... Love Cuban. Like, yeah, me too. Shark that, guys. So, <laughs> so, yun, you really have to know your numbers because, to be honest, guys, pera talaga nagpapatak mo ng business. Yeah. And always have a goal for yourself. doesn't have to be too big, guys. I mean, make it realistic. Like, di ba nga yung goals dapat smart siya, di ba? Let's say... Um, it's okay lang to say, I go, my goal is to have 100,000 by the end of the year. Okay lang yun, guys. Kasi it makes, it's more believable, therefore, you achieve it. Eh. And I'm telling you, kung mahit mo yung first 500 mo, mabilis ka na mag-1M. And pag nahit mo yung first 1M mo, sobrang bilis na yan. Parang 2M, wala yan, 3M. That's what I'm saying. So, just, you know, keep on persisting. It's hard. It's hard, guys, to get even to your first 500K in business. It's hard. And I'm, I'm talking about liquid money huh, for yourself. But once you hit it, everything's going to be easy enough for you. And um, yun, and always think na um, yung business nyo, guys, is not your bank account. So a lot of people treat their business at kumita lang ng ganito, may bago ng ganito, bago ng ganyan. Oh yeah, a lot of my friends are telling me, oh, laki pala kinikita mo, but wala hang kotse. That's the money of my company, it's not my money. Have that mindset, guys. Importante 'yan because um pag pag nakikita mo na if you think that the business is your bank account, mauubos talaga yung money mo. So have that kind of discipline for yourself because that's how you will be that's how the business will survive and how you will survive also and how you can progress in your no, in your career and in your life. So, yun lang. Yun. Okay. Thank you so much. Really appreciate Thank your you. time, Martha. I appreciate the- all the golden nuggets and oh. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. <laughs> right. You affirmed a lot of things then that the that we were we've been discussing inside the group and we hope to have you there. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. Can't wait. We appreciate you for joining us in this fun and wisdom-filled episode of Queens and Biz. Now be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, or you can also visit highfiqueens.com for resources related to today's episode. Again, that's H-I-F-I-Q-U-E-E-N-S, highfiqueens.com. Remember that you are beautiful, powerful, and can achieve anything that you want in life as long as you have the courage to pursue it. And we're here to support you in the Hi-Fi Network. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast because it helps us craft better content for you so we can support you and help you achieve your goal. So go ahead and do it now and we'll talk to you soon.